This is an educational program to help the veteran to obviously certify to be self-sustainable. With this education program or with this benefit, you're going to layer in different amounts of payments that you're able to receive, and that's called the post 9-11 substances pay. So for the benefit of Chapter 31, they're going to pay for your college tuition, trade school tuition, uh, on-the-job training to include equipment, but it's going to be based upon your vocational rehabilitation counselor. But with that said, I want you to understand that there are going to be different payments allotted. Just like Chapter 35, it depends on if you get full-time, half-time, quarter-time, how many courses you're taking, hours that you're logging, and different things of that nature. But specifically for full-time, what it's going to be, it's going to be 768. That's what you're going to receive every single month. That's a monthly payment very similar to GI Bill benefits, but it is not the GI Bill benefit. Hello and welcome to the Prepare to Compete podcast. We talk all things VA disability benefits, real estate, entrepreneurship, and more. Kenneth Davis, how you feeling today, my brother? Man, I'm blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored, brother. What about yourself? Man, doing pretty well, doing pretty well, can't complain. Excellent, it's a great day to educate veterans, right? Wonderful day to do that, every day is a great day to educate <laughs> veterans. So when we're talking about educate veterans, we're actually talking about education, right? So we've oh. been talking a lot about chapter 35 and how that uh, kind of works for the dependents, right? Uh -huh. And now we want to get into talking about the Chapter 31 benefits. But before we get too far in the weeds, can you really give us a breakdown of the differences between the Chapter 35 benefits and the Chapter 31 benefits? So when we're talking about the Chapter 35 benefits, I always want to be thinking of mine, the 35, right? That is specifically for the dependents, right? This one here, you know, um, it's a little different in nature in regards to criteria, um, in regards to who it serves, in regards to payments, and so on and so forth. However, um, it definitely serves similar purposes, though. Absolutely. All right, that's great. So it definitely serves those similar purposes. So now when we're talking about the Chapter 31 benefit, how do you actually uh, qualify for that benefit as a veteran? So Chapter 31, obviously, in regards to Chapter 35 being a dependent, right, it's just, again, a dependency or 100% permanent total, and that's the benefit. Well, for Chapter 31, you must have a service-connected disability to be 20% or more to receive uh, Chapter 31 benefits, uh, Vocational Readiness Employment Program benefits, okay? And that is to be able to recertify in an employment industry that you may or may not want to dive in. So uh, you must be a service-connected veteran at 20% or more. Absolutely. Okay. So now if you're a service-connected veteran at 20% or more and you're utilizing that benefit, mm -hmm. uh, so what are some kind of distinctions between how much money you can actually get for that benefit depending on whether you're going to school full-time, you know, three-fourths time, part-time, and uh, et cetera? Yeah. So and when we're talking about the, I guess, Chapter 31, we're, uh, we're talking about the benefits. You get different benefit you get different amounts of uh, compensation compensable benefits if you're going to college trade school uh, on the job training apprenticeship programs to be able to recertify in an employment industry but with that being said uh, this is an educational program uh, to help the veteran uh, to obviously certify to be self-sustainable with this education program or with this benefit uh, you're going to layer in different amounts of payments that you're able to receive, and that's called the post 9-11 substances pay. So for the benefit of Chapter 31, they're going to pay for your college tuition, 
trade school tuition, uh, on-the-job training to include equipment, but it's going to be based upon your uh, your vocational uh, rehabilitation counselor. Okay, uh, but with that said, I want you to understand that there are going to be different payments allotted. Just like Chapter 35, it depends on if you get full-time, half-time, quarter-time, how many courses you're taking, uh, hours that you're logging, and different things of that nature, right? So, uh, but specifically for full-time, what it's going to be, it's going to be 768, okay? 768, that's what you're going to receive every single month, okay? Uh, that's a monthly payment, very similar to GI Bill benefits, but it is not the GI Bill benefit. I want to always make sure that we explain that because I don't want to intermingle the two because these are two separate and distinct benefits and two separate and distinct uh, pots of allocation of funding. So for halftime, it's going to be 386, 386. I want to explain to you guys, I know it doesn't, it may not seem of a substantial pay, but you got to realize you're service connected already. Okay. So you're receiving compensable benefits for that. And also to use this benefit, you must exhaust your GI Bill benefits before you actually can qualify for this. Okay. Okay. That is a very important point. You must exhaust your GI Bill benefits before you're able to qualify for your Chapter 31 benefits. All right. So, but again, it's 386. Okay. It's 386 a month uh, for your obviously living standard, right? Uh, such things that you're able to food, housing, different things, just, they're just giving you something a little extra because they're already paying for your college tuition and your post 9-11 has been exhausted already, okay? Uh, Three-fourths time is going to be uh, 577, 577. So again, three-fourths time, um, again, you, you can go in and explain again how that works, uh, but that's going to be 577 a month, uh, whether if you're going to an educational uh, institution or, or what have you. Uh, One-fourth is uh, 193. It's going to be 193 for you. So uh, every single month, direct deposit, that's what you're going to receive. Uh, it's probably, you know, uh, logging a few hours or taking one class, some, uh, very similar to that nature. So, yes, uh, that's kind of the breakdown in the pay. But we got to understand that is a 6.2% increase from last year. Got it. Okay, so that's a cost of living adjustment that they didn't have uh, previously. So that that's a that's a pretty pretty substantial adjustment. Back in 2022, we must we must remember that it was a 5.9 percent increase for service connected uh, again disability benefits of cost of living adjustment. So and that was 5.9, and everyone's ranting and raving about that uh, because the, that was a huge huge increase at the time. So uh, when we're talking about 6.2, that's a relatively pretty large increase. Absolutely. No, definitely, definitely. And I know you brought up the GI Bill and the different nuances there. You have to actually exhaust this bill, um, exhaust the GI Bill before you actually utilize this one here. Yes, sir. All right. So now understanding what type of individuals are usually, I guess, utilizing the Chapter 31 benefit, right? Because when we're thinking about it, like, well, you had your whole GI Bill that you already used already, mm -hmm. or do you, do you see service members that for whatever reason didn't qualify for the GI Bill mm. using this program? Or how does that kind of uh, work where it's like, okay, well, why do I still need to use the Chapter 31 benefit if I already had access to the uh, GI Bill? Everyone's military service is uh, special to them. And again, you know, you must typically uh, have, uh, based on wartime service and non-wartime service, the qualifications of GI Bill, uh, typically around uh, two years of service uh, before qualifying, right? Um, uh, typically, but again, it, it could be 90 days of service. It could be, it, it, it all depends, right? Uh, well, that's another video that we could talk about all that stuff. But let's say, for instance, if you 
were qualified, uh, you were not qualified to get GI Bill benefits, right? Um, let's say you're other than honorable, okay? You're other honor, you receive the other than honorable discharge. You're not able to receive your GI Bill benefits. Um, uh, and again, that's not just because you're other than honorable. There's other reasons. But um, you're other than honorable. Uh, however, you're, you're on, you received an honorable discharge based upon VA qualification and standards. So now, with that being said, uh, you can be able to um, utilize that chapter 30, the chapter 31, if you're 20% rated or more. Okay, if you're 20% rated or more. So again, if you uh, are not qualified for GI Bill benefits, uh, but you're rated 20% or more, and you are currently working a job or something of that nature, and uh, you, you want to go back to school for a different industry, and your service-connected disability is flaring up, well, if you're in a position where you must resign because of that, or on the way out to resign because it's, it, it's, it's getting that bad, and you know it's getting that bad, you know, or uh, uh, you're terminated at that point, you can be able to qualify for that benefit uh, because you need to recertify in a different industry. Okay. You need to recertify in a different industry because if you uh, work construction, right, and your service-connected disability or your knees and you're really, you know, um, tracking, doing different things, and uh, with that, you, your, your, your flare-up of pain is happening on a regular basis, we must consider that. We have to take that into consideration, and now you can't work that job. That's a that's a that's a that's not a position or a, a occupation where you can work forever. So now you'll have to transition the industry, but you need to be retrained. Got it, got it. So, all right. So you basically, what I'm hearing there is that you may have exhausted your GI Bill, and now you're utilizing the Chapter 31 benefit because maybe you got your GI Bill. You utilize your GI Bill to go and get a business degree, and you did something like me, and you realize. I ain't really gonna get you no money having no business degree, man, out here. And now you exhausted that, and now you're utilizing your Chapter 31 benefits yeah, to yeah. actually go and get certified in IT or you know a high demand uh, field. Hundred percent, you're hundred percent correct. Because there's so many different reasons that you could have exhausted the GI Bill, not being able to qualify. You could um, not only that, again, you exhausted it by you, like you said, I, I, I qualified, I went to school, I did everything I needed to do, uh, but I got a, I got a degree in something that I, I wasn't, uh, too privy of, right. Or is just not serving its purpose. Um, and I'm at a job that is affecting my service connected disabilities, right? Now you can be able to qualify for this. Uh, because again, if you're going to be if you're on, uh, terminated or going to be able to resign, that's something that you you know you qualify for. Or what if you're in a situation where what you utilize your GI Bill for, you can't even get a job in that industry at all because it's kind of non-existent. You got ChatGBT, you know, <laughs> taking you out of the whole industry. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, killed that whole situation there for you. Yeah, hundred percent. Again, I know a few artists that was supposed to be artists, and the next thing you know, they got art degree, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no, nobody drawing freehand no more. Man. You know, I, uh, I'm an artist. You see this thumbnail on this video? I made it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. but no, that works out. That works out. So, yeah. um, so with that chapter 31 benefit, right? Mm -hmm. So, so we're doing that, and now they're able to utilize that for uh, pretty much any type of apprenticeship programs and kind of on-the-job training and different things of that nature. Uh, typically, again, uh, the the industry needs to be. Uh, something that is um, 
obviously something that qualifies, right? Uh, qualifications uh, typically is going to be based on the VA standards. So I will always uh, urge you to speak with your VA uh, rehabilitation counselor before diving into an industry of that nature. Uh, you know, obviously there's there's positions that we've had and discussed, and it's a hot topic right now, right? We've discussed uh, the marijuana industry, right? Uh, that's such huge by state by state. Uh, but federally, it's, it cannot be recognized. Uh, Would the VA uh, be able to, you know, uh, uh, qualify that industry to provide voc rehab benefits to learn how to do certain things of that nature? You know, that 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 uh, that goes into the marijuana industry. Well, we don't know that just yet. It's just it, it depends. So that's why I always urge you speak with your voc rehab counselor. Uh, before deciding upon to go into a specific industry uh, once you qualify because it's very it's very very uh, it's very rigid you know that's great because I you know I remember people utilizing their uh, GI bill and I obviously I think it's only about 36 months of kind of continuous enrollment yeah uh, so the GI bill again you know uh, we can't get into that we'll go into another video of that. Uh, but yeah, there are certain limitations, uh, just like it is certain limitations in the chapter 31 as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But what I wanted to get into that is that, you know, you, you have veterans kind of rushing through like, oh, I better finish my education really quickly mm -hmm. because before my GI Bill expires. And they just probably didn't have the education that they may actually qualify for the chapter 31 benefit. Yeah, true indeed. Uh, and there's certain, there's certain veterans that uh, don't have the education now who is probably, you know, 10% uh, rated, 20% uh, rated and haven't used their, their, their voc rehab benefits. And it's a shame because this does have its expiration date as well. So when we're talking about the chapter 31 benefits, it has a 12 year, typically a 12 year expiration date. Okay. From the date that you are service connected, right? So we got to always take that consideration. So once that 20% hits, you got 12 years thereafter. Okay, right? got it, got it. Um, so so, so yeah. once you become 20% or more. Yes, 20% or more. Thank you for the clarification. Yes, 20% or more. Because it is important, right? Uh, you may think that you're 20% and you got out in, uh, I don't know, 1980 or 1990. Um, and uh, that qualification, you will believe uh, that it, it serves you. Well, uh, unfortunately, you know, as we would believe, uh, you know, just because we don't have the knowledge does not mean um, they're not going to hold you to that standard. So at that point, you will not qualify for uh, voc rehab or uh, the Veteran in Readiness Employment Program, uh, which is unfortunate, which is unfortunate, which, you know, I think every veteran needs to be educated in regards to their benefits because um, I think a lot of the information uh, sometimes is a little cryptic. So, um, but, you know, when we're talking about this, unfortunately, that's, that's the standard. So now, what if, like, just kind of an example that you've uh, just named there. So let's say I was 20% service connected in the year 2000, right? Now mm -hmm. we're in 2023, right? And I actually go in and get an increase, right? This year, I just got approved for an increase. Now I'm 80%, right? Mm -hmm. So for my qualification for Chapter 31 benefits, are they going to base that 12-year time period off of 
my initial being 20% in the year of 2000, or will they kind of extend that because now I'm, you know, about 80%? No, they're going to base it on the uh, the percentage that you're qualified on uh, once you become qualified, and that's Got 20%. It. So once you hit 20%, you it's a 12-year running ticker, okay? So that's something that is... To, but also, like I said, speak with your vocational rehabilitation counselor to just double check, you know, uh, because there's the standards change all the time. Um, again, they're 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 sometimes they're very uh, program specific, and with that being said, but uh, generally speaking, yes, that would again uh, expire the benefits. Yeah, and obviously, you know, again, like we uh, talked about, when we were talking about the dependent benefit. Uh, veterans need to know that. Uh, you have that Chapter 31 benefit uh, that you can utilize, but also you can still go ahead and qualify for other types of financial aid as well. So don't feel that if that benefit is not enough to cover your tuition and fees or you're no longer qualified for that benefit, you still have other avenues of funding your education. So make sure that you always kind of look into every single avenue and not just uh, this particular one here. True indeed. There's uh, state benefits that you qualify for. Um, a lot of uh, states are very veteran-centric, and they have different opportunities for veterans to be able to receive free education, uh, not free education, uh, not just free education, but also other opportunities as well. So uh, we have to kind of dive into some of the state-specific programs as well, which, again, I, uh, that's, a, that's something that's going to be coming where we're diving into some of the state-specific programs that's going to provide educational funding, occupational uh, development, and also entrepreneurial development as well. And it might be some other scholarships that you qualify for as well. And, yeah. you know, in the future, Veterans for Veterans, we're going to come up with a scholarship fund for you guys, man. So definitely stay tuned for that. That's definitely on the horizon. Yes, sir. Um, thanks for watching this segment. So stay tuned with us and uh, actually learn a little bit more about that entrepreneurship and the different opportunities available for veterans. So yes, thank you sir. guys for watching. Prepare to compete. Talk to you soon.